grass, ganja, joint, doobie, do, chronic, ace, lobo, loco, love boat, bud, buddha, blunt, pot, pat, pin, chiba, chiba, 420, and hashish, or hash for short. It's all marijuana. This is Marijuana Media. Come in. Brought to you by The Hemp Store at 253K Road or shop online at hempstore.co.nz. Do it, man. That's right. Chris Fowley, welcome to the BFM studio. Oh, you got to turn oh, on as Yeah, i got to turn it on, yeah, actually. There we go. We're all go now. Oh, good. Whoa, kia ora. Uh, and everyone? How's your day going? Rory? How are you going? Good to, good to meet you, Chris. Yeah. Whoa, changes, eh? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm coping, though. I'm coping. <laughs> Lucky I've got my meds. Nice. Now, Chris, uh, any news from the hemp store? What's happening up on K Road at the moment? Well, what is happening up on K Road is... Uh, oh, we do have a prize this week. Uh-huh. Uh, we, we may as well say it at the top so uh, you can stay tuned for the skill question involving memory skills, as always, uh, to disprove that, uh, that, that wrongful uh, assumption that the cannabis consumers have bad memories. So uh, we're going to give away some hemp uplift body oil. This is from Top Hemp, made right here in Auckland, and uh, very good for the skin bit of the old uh, cellulite or whatever. Mm. Uh, anyway, this uplifting body oil, uh, and it's actually in K-Road's uh, gift guide, which they put out today, and uh, I was having a look through it and thinking, bloody hell, even for me up on K-Road, there are so many cool shops up there, the mm. independent uh, stores, you know, doing really cool things, and, you know, if you're looking for good places to do mm. Christmas shopping, I reckon go to the K-Road website and check out their gift guide, because... Uh, there's some good stuff there, and I'm going to be doing it myself. I would say that K Road probably is the most entertaining road to go for a stroll along as well. I mean, I caught the bus into work the other day, walked the, le- the length of K Road yeah. on my way to BFM, and I was like, geez, there's a lot, of, a lot of going on, there's a lot of personalities, there's a lot of shops, there's a lot happening. Definitely oh, worth making a, the tree, okay? Yeah. It is a day out. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, yeah, we, we're, you know, it's good to see all the tourists back in there, and we, we get quite a few mm. comments along those lines. And mm. uh, in fact, some people that, are, that had come over after seeing it in the uh, Financial Times or wherever it was. Oh, shit, all right. <laughs> some okay. strange place like that. They called K Road one of the coolest streets in the world. So, yes, uh, oh, so they made the trip. Yeah, it's actually bringing people over. Oh, so my awesome. goodness. Yeah. Wow, that stuff's so weird, eh? It, mm. it actually works. But I suppose you see that sort of stuff and you go, hey, that's cool. I'll go check it out. Why not? Mm. Now, uh, Chris, where are we starting with the news this week? Bro, uh, top of the news is, uh, just following on from last week, we talked about the uh, the police's aerial uh, helicopter eradication uh, or cannabis eradication program. So uh, it's been confirmed, um, thanks to News Hub, uh, that, the, uh, that they are indeed uh, continuing to do it uh, and that um, they, in fact, have... Uh, seized $10 million of cannabis and $17 million of property just this week in Northland. That was reported in uh, News Hub and the Herald. And that's prompted uh, Green MP Chloe Swarbrick to ask a question in Parliament. And she mm. got these figures out of Chris Hipkins, the police minister, this week. They are intending to spend uh, $949,000 this summer on the aerial cannabis eradication program. Um, and of course, you know, this does involve spraying poison from the air, uh, warrantless searches of people's properties from the air, spraying the poison. They don't know whether it's medical or not, they just spray it anyway. And most police districts oppose it, uh, but Northland, Waikato, Central Districts all did it last year. And uh, the funding is actually up 300k on last summer. And it does not include staff costs. 
personnel costs. It's just the yeah, the, chopper. the chopper, yeah, and not guy. the actual cost of the people working on these projects, mm, mm. and and any subsequent uh, prosecutions. Yeah, so that that kind of sucks. Well, it very much sucks. Uh, but it, it, it's the timing is kind of impeccable because last week we had. Uh, uh, Guillaume Espiner's uh, Wasted and uh, Ooh, this yeah. week uh, Paddy Gower's On All The Drugs um, and that was on Tuesday and both of them have provoked uh, a lot of media coverage which was really great mm-hmm. to see Yes, and uh, provoking you know real mainstream com- you know conversations around the family table kind of thing and in mm-hmm. the lounge Yeah, and uh, we certainly encourage that if you want to you know sit down because you're both online now Three and uh, Radio New Zealand and TVNZ all hosting those and uh, you know, if you want to sit down with your family this weekend and watch them I think, think of it as uh, you know doing doing good for the cause. I think both of them are good, but I just don't know if they push it far enough. I don't think they spell it. You gotta you gotta just take a take a moment and think. You know, the middle New Zealand audience kind of does need it spelt out for them sometimes. So I think they could have been a bit more forthright with the facts and just gone, look, you know, it really, really, well and truly is a health break, health based approach. We should be taking all the science points to these certain substances like mushrooms and MDMA and cannabis mm. are actually I mean they're not completely free of risks but they they are the safest you know compared to alcohol and meth mm. um, you know we should do something about it you know I did like the analogy that it's more dangerous to ride a horse in New Zealand mm. eight people have died from like riding a horse in the last year or whatever but only two people have died from MDMA yeah, there you go. When you put it in context, they, it's like, yeah, yeah. Well, I think it was pretty clear they both they both came down on the side of decriminalisation. Um, mm. But yeah, I guess if you if you look at the kind of uh, what what exactly that law should be. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean it's a tough one, and we that, I feel like we learnt from the cannabis referendum that people are probably not ready for full legalisation. So maybe <clears throat> they are right in the fact that the first step is decrim because people are a bit more open to that for like small mm. amounts of mm. substances, mm. which would yep. make a massive difference, right? You know, because it's not tying up the courts with a bunch of petty crime. Yes, and as both documentaries pointed out, that's now happened in the ACT in Canberra. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, the capital of Australia, uh, all d- all drugs are decriminalised there, and uh, which, you know, a lot of people don't realise. But they, they decriminalised cannabis a few years ago, and, and now they've uh, decriminalised everything. So uh, you know that the the, uh, the families and of the uh, of the the MPs and that um, live in a in a decriminalised area, but um, <laughs> everyone else doesn't. Yes, yeah, that's a bit rude, isn't it? A little bit, but uh, you know, I guess it's the uh, it, it'll start from there, right? And mm. um, yeah, there's a lot of momentum now in Australia for for movement. And um, Chris, did you carry on? Chris, here. did you get into Guillaume's? Doco and both <laughs> Paddy's Doco. Have you watched them both through? Yes, yes, I have. Um, yep. I, I've done uh, Wasted twice, and of course, and uh, every day. No, no, um, and uh, all the drugs. I, I need to watch that again. I've given it a quick, quick watch, and I'm going to study it in a bit more. Oh, yeah, nice no, one. Yeah. Uh, now, what, um, what else has uh, been happening you know, in the news? Roll up beforehand is always good advice. Oh, um, uh, yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, but speaking of things that, that, that could happen from Australia, you know, that, mm. that, that hey, they, they've got a bill going in to legalise at the federal level. They've got this decrim in Canberra. Well, Australia announced last year that they were going to make uh, CBD, cannabidiol, uh, over-the-counter, pharmacy only. Uh, so you wouldn't need a prescription, wouldn't need to go to a doctor. You would, it wouldn't be like going to the gas station like America and Canada, but it would be pharmacy only. You would at least just be able to walk in and get it. Yeah. Um, 
and uh, and and uh, you know, obviously CBD is used by thousands of Kiwis, all sorts of conditions, mostly around inflammation and pain, but also anxiety and sleeplessness. Um, but only six percent, according to the Ministry of Health here, are actually accessing it legally. So everyone else is breaking the law at the moment, um, you know, inadvertently or, or not not wanting to. Uh, so we have this body called the Medicines Classification Committee that's part of uh, MedSafe or alongside MedSafe, and they give recommendations as to where medicines should be. Right. And we've been agitating for a while now. This needs to be looked at. And when this came up in Australia, that provoked them to, okay, we're going to examine it. Well, their, their recommendation came out this week. It hasn't actually been reported in any media here yet. Oh, man. So hopefully it will be. The recommendation was to do nothing. What? Um, they said that apparently there were some uh, safety, potential safety issues. Uh, with CBD, uh, we don't know what these are. <laughs> Where are they? Let's point to them. Uh, they said it was actually not necessary to harmonise with Australia's scheduling, and so they recommended no change. Why? So that's Why just so? that's a cop out then, right? Like that's full it, cop I out. don't. It's crazy. I, what I it does what the one thing that did look odd is there was one doctor on the medicines classification committee who was said to have some direct experience of CBD, and they were therefore excluded from the decision. So uh, the decision was then made by the doctors who didn't have any experience with CBD. So, uh, yeah, very odd. But on the good uh, side, it is just a recommendation, and MedSafe have ignored other recommendations recently that they've done. So Mm -hmm. uh, hopefully they will just throw this in the bin and ignore it. Uh, But, yeah, it does possibly mean it won't happen quickly. Uh, But meanwhile... Johnny, you've brought this up a few times. What the hell's going on with this review? Yes, we I was just thinking that. I was just thinking about way it now. Back at, it's like, what is going on? I've emailed them multiple times. I had no reply. Uh, this week, just yesterday, in fact, yesterday, they sent out an email to uh, people in the, in the industry, the medical mm. cannabis industry, yeah. uh, saying, um, that, you know, apologising for the delay, but it's still going to happen. Uh, but uh, the, interestingly, they said they wanted to, the reason for the delay was they wanted to make sure ministers are fully briefed because it's important for us to have confidence that the proposed changes have in principle support from the government. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, reading between the lines, they've thought of something. We don't know what it is, but there's going to be some changes, and they need to brief the ministers to see that they're actually into that, and mm-hmm. then they'll come back to us and say, well, what do you guys think? Yes. And they're promising in this email it will still happen in the uh, later part of next year. So that apparently still be on schedule, but they will truncate the consultation process to, uh, to deal with that. And so be ready. They said, uh, you know, we have full confidence that the industry is well prepared to get in their submission straight away. So they're basically saying be ready. And uh, something will happen. But we is that exciting? What. Are you excited I'm about excited, this? I'm excited, but I'd like to know what, the, what it is they're yeah. thinking. Do you think it's no? going to be big change? If they, it could be. It could be, it could be anything. It's prepared. not going to be things like letting patients grow their own because that would take a law change. So this is mm. regulation change. So it's possibly going to be more around product standards and testing and things like that to mm-hmm. enable quicker and cheaper product approvals. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. It'll yes. be mostly around that. Okay. Hopefully they'll accept food standard rather than full pharmaceutical grade. Mm-hmm. And that would really revolutionise it. That would let the small craft growers actually get into the industry and have a part instead mm-hmm. of being locked out. It would let people run, you know, be like a farmer's market or doing We're different like, kind of small... Are you uh, talking about dream result here? This is a dream result? Oh, this could happen outcome. under the current, uh, you know, not the current regulations, but they could amend the current regulations to allow that for sure, mm. and they wouldn't actually have to change the law to do that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. Yeah, so uh, we live in hope, but yeah, stay tuned. What else? Uh, well, next on the medical cannabis front, there was a study came out this week, it was actually really widely reported, saying that CBD was no better than placebo for pain relief. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, yeah, tell that to everyone who's using it. But um, 
this is yes, so it's on YouTube if you want to check it out. Uh, but um, the interesting thing is that in recent years, paracetamol, ibuprofen, and opiates have also all been found to be no better than placebo. Yeah. Um, and yet they're all used as painkillers. So yes. uh, just because mm. something is on par with placebo doesn't mean that it's ineffective, because placebo itself is effective painkiller. Um, but cannabinoids are actually uh, involved in the effect. It's at the CB1 receptor is part of the placebo response, um, and CBD in particular. Um, has a role in that and it seems to actually be you know causing or invoking a placebo so if a study says oh it's no better than placebo but the CBD is causing the placebo yeah it's a bit circular so anyway interesting but um, yeah don't get too worked up what mm -hmm. really counts is what what works for individual patients yeah if it works for you then get into it uh, lastly, very quick uh, world wrap-up in the worldwide weed news, uh, Rhode Island started their legal sales this week in, mm -hmm. in America, so that's awesome. The first buyer, 96-year-old Joe Mariah, he bought $40 of macaroons and a cookie. Nice. That was your first legal sales in Rhode Island, so <laughs> 96-year-old. Uh, speaking of old fellas in America, uh, US President Joe Biden uh, signed a research uh, marijuana research bill into law this week, and this has made history by enacting the first piece of federal cannabis reform legislation ever. Did mm -hmm. they go through Congress and Senate and stuff? Yeah, and he signed it into law. So this That's is amazing. the first the first wind back of prohibition ever. Wow. Incredible. At the federal level. Good yeah. shit. And then over in Europe, uh, cannabis social clubs uh, in Malta, uh, their responsible use authority is uh, taking applications for licenses with the clubs expected to open early in the year. So that will be another great reason to go visit Malta. Amazing. Where is yeah. Malta? <laughs> it's just off Greece, I think. Oh, right, okay. Mm. Nice. Yeah, I've never been there, but I think it will be on my list now. Yeah. Mm. Now, Chris, uh, we've got that uh, the hemp oil to give away, yes. right? Correct? Correct, Demondo? Indeed. And the uh, question for people who have been listening, how old was that first legal buyer in Rhode Island? Ooh. Text on through to 5395, your name and your B card, and the age of the buyer. This hemp oil sounds great, by the way. One it's more time. Nice. It's a bit of a spritzer. Psh, psh. It's really yeah. nice. So it comes in a spray thing. Yeah. And then you just rub it in. That's the one. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Mm, it is. It's very nice. Uh, top hemp are the people. And you can actually find them out at the Oratia Market as well if you're ever out that way. But uh, if you want to read up more about all the stuff we've been talking about, it'll be on the daily blog tomorrow with the uh, podcast and all the links to all the stories. Excellent. Hey, Chris Valley from the Hemp Store up on K Road. Thank you very much for making the trick in. Thank you. Cheers, we'll, mate. We'll see you next week. All right. Cheers. Do it, man. That was Marijuana Media. Thanks to The Hempster. Visit them at 253K Road or shop online at hempstore.co.nz.